Hi, everyone, and welcome to the What Do Women Know About Sports podcast. I am Brie Nicole. And I am Vicky D. All right, so we are going to start off with the St. Louis Blues. In game three of the Western Conference final between the St. Louis Blues and the San Jose Sharks, there was a bit of a controversy um, due to the fact that a call was not made. So if you watch the game or, or if you follow hockey, Hockey is just like soccer. You are not allowed to use your hands to touch the puck. So if you if you watch the play, let's start with like the Blues and the Strokes. Um, and they were in overtime. So if you watch the play, they were at the end where the Blues goal is, and so the goalie is like defending the goal, like so they cannot score. Um, a Sharks player he catches the puck in his hand. He tosses the puck to his um, teammate. The teammate just shoots it in and the Sharks win the game. That's illegal. The issue is that hockey does not have instant replay. So there is no way to like go back and review the play and to like and to say this is like a no-go. So with that being said, they won the game by a missed call. And people are upset about this. Even San Jose Sharks fans are just saying like this may not have been the best way to win this game. And I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So hopefully today's game, uh, game four, the Blues can have a little bit of a revenge and win this game, which it looks like they might win this game. I'm hoping. I feel like I want to say I'm hoping the mistake that happened in game three is going to motivate them to just like, you know, like say we need to win every game moving forward because we can see that calls are not going to be made like when they should be made. Definitely. And being down 3-1 is not what we need because being down 3-1 means you're just not going to win. Yeah. So I'm hoping the Blues win today and they win like the rest of the game moving forward and close this series off so we can meet the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup Finals. They beat, they swept the Carolina Hurricanes for nothing in their, in their series. That's exciting. Right, and they haven't uh, won. They won the last time that the Boston Brewers have won was in 2001. Because I am from St. Louis, I am going to say some things that people may not like. But as far as the Boston Bruins go, I am pretty excited for them. And here's why. If you follow the St. Louis Blues or you've been a fan, um, um, David Backus, he used to play for St. Louis for all of his career. Until he was traded, maybe I believe like two or three years ago, he now plays for the Boston Bruins. So when David Beckett played for the um, St. Louis Blues, he was the captain. So now playing for the Boston Bruins, he's just like a regular. He's 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 not a captain. He's not an assistant captain. He's just a player on the team, which is still really big. So he's going to his first ever like Stanley Cup Finals. So I'm happy for him just in that right, like. I was a fan of his, like when he played for the San Luis Blues. So, just just to see him make it a former Blues player, that's exciting. So I'm happy for him. So we should see what that uh, whole experience will be like for him. Hopefully, I don't know. You know how the fans cheer for previous or former like players. I wonder if they'll get their same reception. I hope so. Um, I hope so. Like he was really good here. Like he loved it here. So hopefully. Um, so hopefully, like, if the Blues make it and we do play the Boston Bruins, like, he gets a really good welcome because, like, he played for this team for so long. So either way, it's going to be an exciting Stanley Cup final, and um, I'm looking forward to it. All right. We are going to 
switch on over to baseball, uh, specifically about our sucky Cardinals. Ah, they suck. Oh, you know, so let's rewind back to April. So they played. So, okay, they played the Reds in a three game series in which they won two games out of three. They played the Nationals in a four game series in which they won three out of the four games. Okay, we're doing good. Get to the Cubs. So it's a three-game series series against the Cubs. They lose three out of the three games. Then we head over to Phillies, to the Phillies, in a three-game series. And they lose two out of the three games. And then we get to the Pirates, in which they had a four-game series. And they lost three out of the four games. And now get to the Braves in a three-game series. And they lose two out of the three. You know, uh, I, I I don't know what's going on, man. Now they're, they're currently playing the Rangers. They are currently losing <laughs> again. So, I don't know. Who got to change? These are your Cardinals, not mine. Oh, oh, so you're disowning them. Got you. All right. <laughs> I told you the Cardinals are inconsistent. They always, they are up and down during regular season, and then when it's time for playoffs, but they don't want to show out. That's not how it works. If you can't be consistent during the season, listen, I don't have much for you. However, I am all about the hometown spirit. Hopefully, they pick it up. They need to because they've been losing left and right, and it's a letdown. Yeah, and they're still number three in the Central, so... uh... I mean, but how long would that last? If they continue to lose games, they are going to continue to drop in the standings. True. It's a long, long, long season. I guess we have time to pull it around, but they need, they need to pull it around fast. At least we make, we make it to the playoffs. Got to make it to the playoffs. But you don't want to pick it up like when it's time to, like for a playoffs. You want to have been playing consistently in good baseball before then. No, you do. True. And they've done it before, so... We'll see. We don't have much to say about them right now, so. <laughs> I can tell you who's been holding strong in, in the overall standings of, of, like, all the teams, those Los Angeles Dodgers. Of course, they always do. <laughs> They've been holding strong. I might have to be a Dodgers fan. No, you, no, no, can't do it. I ain't going to be a, a bandwagon fan. Listen, uh, people bandwagon LeBron all the time, but that's who they're here. I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, but. But people do it. True. True. However, I'm Redbirds till I die. Cardinals all day. They just got to do better. That's all I want is for them to do better. That's it. They will. They'll turn it around. Hopefully they turn it around. Like, they don't got no other choice. <laughs> no other choice. No other choice. In NBA news, the NBA draft was this week, which is exciting. Well, it was the NBA draft lottery. I'm sorry. It was the lottery. Um... That's exciting. A lot of people thought the New York Knicks were going to get the number one pick in the 2019 NBA draft. Um, But however, in this year, they moved to it's a lottery. So the 14 teams um, who did not make the playoffs this year are the 14 teams who were in the lottery pick. And so each team has a chance of being the number one pick team for the lottery. Um, the New York Knicks, however, did not get the first pick. It's going to be the 
New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. And a lot of people are kind of upset that the Knicks didn't get number one. And I get it. I get like the Knicks have been a team like who are in rebuilding. I get it, but it's a lottery. It's it's like when you play the lottery. Like if they don't pull your number, gotta deal with it. That's true. <laughs> you gotta deal with it. it. It's a lottery pick. So you all have a percentage of being that number one pick. It just so happens the Knicks were not, and the New Orleans, and like the New Orleans Pelicans are. Yeah, but is it like how are the so? I hope the Knicks can deal with I don't know I just I kind of want them to be like a better team like it's about that time you know what I'm saying like they've been struggling for so long so what do you think will make them a better team I, I, mean, I don't even know is it the coaching do they need like better players uh, all of that but they've been consistently whack like for a long time so or does it start with the head like the the top of the organization on down. Like, it's so many factors into, like, in a rebuilding team. True, so, true. So, let me give you all the the NBA draft lottery from um from 1 to 14. So, the New Orleans Pelicans are the first pick. The Memphis Grizzlies are second. The New York Knicks are third. So, like, they're in the top three. The Los Angeles Lakers are fourth. The Cleveland Cavaliers are fifth. The Phoenix Suns are sixth. The Chicago Bulls are seven. The Atlanta Hawks are eight. The Washington Wizards are nine. The Atlanta Hawks are ten as well. So the Hawks are eight and ten. The the Minnesota Timberwolves are eleven. The Charlotte Hornets are twelve. The Miami Heat are thirteen, and the Boston Celtics are fourteen. Okay. So those are the first. Those are going to be the first like fourteen picks like when the NBA draft starts. So that's pretty interesting. And it's still being said that Zion that Zion Williamson is going to be the overall number one draft pick. So I'm excited for this draft. Oh, me too. I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. I think it's going to be a good draft. So I'm excited like the Pelicans are number one. All right. Um, In other NBA news, we have to discuss Tyreek Evans. Yes. So if you don't know who Tyreek Evans is, Tyreek Evans plays for the Indiana Pacers. He's a guard. So he has been banned for at least two years for violating the league's anti-drug policy. So they announced he has been dismissed and is qualified uh, Friday, May 17th. But he can apply for a reinstatement in 2021. So he must have been something what he did. But so... So there has been other players that have been banned for a similar situation. So, for example, uh, O.J. Mayo, who I haven't heard in a minute, and Chris Anderson, Birdman, if you will. And also other players like Roy Tarpley, Dwayne Washington, Stanley Roberts. I don't know if you've heard of these people, but <laughs> and pretty much all of them have been reinstated eventually. So right. hopefully he does get reinstated. It's sad. Um, I think all players know that the NBA, they do drug tests. Um, you got to watch what you do. I'm, that's pretty much it. You have to watch what you do. Like, the NBA is just like any regular job. Um, you're just on a bigger platform. So you have to watch what you do. I mean, I don't like to see people be banned and can't work for two years. Um, but a positive side is that he can be reinstated in two years. Um, 
Um, so hopefully he can be reinstated. Um, we wish him all the best, and we will keep you guys updated on this. Um, he did issue an apology, which I think is is needed. So when you do things like this, it's great when you step up and say like, "Hey, I made a mistake." So I wish him all the best, um, and I hope to see him back in um, in two years. Yeah. Now it's just really sad. That's all. Uh, I mean, but I mean, if you deal with that kind of stuff, you know, you know what you're doing. So you know, you take that risk. You take the risk. Exactly. Now, in other NBA news, NBA is pretty busy. Now. Terry Rozier, who plays for the Boston Celtics, you know, decided that he wanted to bash his team and rant a little bit about how he sacrificed his talent playing with Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. Yeah, so he went on first take and, you know, he uh, talked about how he just he doesn't care what nobody got to say about what he said. He's a top point guard in this league. This came out of his mouth, and he feels like he was being in the shadow of Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving. But I feel like this is a bad look on him, going on first take, bashing his team. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith, you know, they was, they was, he fell for the bait. Like, they was baiting him and baiting him. He fell for it. So here's the thing. It's bad on his part to go on a TV, like, to go on any television show once your season has ended and now you want to bash your team, that's going to look bad for any other team who tries to pick you up. It's going to make those those players feel like, oh, when the going gets rough, you finna bash us. You are not a team player. I don't. I wouldn't want nobody like that on my team because it feels because it's gonna it's gonna make me feel like I'm, I'm you not gonna have my back. I'm you not gonna want to like really work hard to reach this goal. Like you are only in it just for your benefit. Basketball is not just about one person. It's a team sport. So if his role was reduced, it was to benefit the team as a collective. True, but I don't feel like he's that big of a top point guard uh, to be acting the way he is. True, but last season, you know, he had he stepped up a little bit more because, you know, Gordon Hayward was not on the team with his injury. So whether you stepped up because, like, somebody was injured or not, that's a part of your job. Like, it's a team sport. It's... It's a team sport. Like I don't understand. Like, 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 what does he want because of that? Like, he wanted like a bigger role. I don't know, but the fact that he said he sacrificed the most out of anybody—that's a stretch. That is a huge stretch. He was reaching. That's that's it. Uh, he was reaching. Bottom line. Like he good, but he ain't that good. He so he actually admitted on ESPN's Get Up that it had been very difficult for him um, to adjust um, to a reduced role this season. Not only that, but he added on ESPN's first take that he might have to go if the Celtics bring back the same group next season. Who are you to say who the Celtics can not bring back? Specifically Kyrie and Gordon. <laughs> Pretty much. But who are you to say that? This is not your organization. You play for this organization. They can drop you at any minute if they feel like it. If they feel like you are a a negative energy for this team and you're bringing bad vibes and you really aren't contributing in the way and you should be, they can let you go, sir. Well, it's probably why they didn't win. Just saying. Bad attitudes. Once teams realize that basketball is a team sport, it's not just a... If you wanted to play a game well, it's just about one person, you should have been playing golf, not basketball. <laughs> golf should have been your sport, <laughs> or not basketball. Basketball know. is a team sport. 
So if if you can't get that in your mind and realize that, hey, it's not all about me. I, I have to share the ball. We have to make plays together to win, a, to, to ultimately win the game. Why are you here? Why? Why is this your career? Why is this your profession? So if anything, if, if anything, if the Celtics want to make changes and they feel like they have to move people around to like get a better squad for next year, don't bring Terry Rozier back. That's my opinion. Clearly, he doesn't want to be there. Try and let him let him lead the team somewhere else. Like you know, send him to the Knicks. Exactly. Let's see how that works. You want to be the star, okay? You want to be the star so bad. You know, Kyrie, Kyrie expressed the same frustration. I'm sure you know. And once he became a leader, he understood that it wasn't all peaches and cream. So maybe he needs that. You know, maybe he needs to go through that. And realize that it's not all that. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. I'm just not a fan. Of, like, I'm just not a fan of the negative energy. That's I. I don't like that. If you don't, I, I don't like that. Like, I feel like if if anything went in public, um, you defend your guys. Now, if 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 y'all are in private in y'all locker room or y'all somewhere chopping it up about the season, that's fine. That's between y'all as a squad. But in public, oh, you defend your guys. Yeah, this definitely should have been locker room talk. It should not have been on first take. And especially on the show like first take, Stephen A. Smith is going to bait you all the time. He's going to always bait you. That's my, that's my favorite show. He's going to bait you. And he's loud. Ugh. <laughs> and he asks questions that we want to know. Exactly. He fell for it. Stupid. Ugh. <laughs> uh, let's move on from that. Let's talk about these NBA playoffs in the Eastern and Western conferences. Let's start with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors. Have you been watching the game? I have. I, yes. Okay. A little bit. I thought the game was a good game. I thought Toronto was going to pull it off. Um, I feel like um, Kyle Lowry had a great game. I thought um, I thought Kawhi Leonard had a great game. It was just in the end, the books they pulled it off in the end, and it was it was surprising because like Giannis didn't have a really great game, but I think I think that speaks to the Milwaukee Bucks as a team in like in a whole. Um, when their star player isn't having the best game, the supporting players they know how to band together and pull it off, which is really cool like for a team to get them to do. Right, yeah. So, yeah, Kyle Lowry did have a good game. So, he had 30 points. Uh, he had seven threes. Assists. So, yeah, he had a good game. About time. But uh, in the end, you know, Giannis and the Bucks just came with that 108-100 lead. So, but I feel like, I don't know. if So, Kyrie Leonard, to me, is pretty much uh, doing this. I don't know if he has the help that he needs, basically. So he's pretty much doing this. He's trying to, you know, get them to win, but I feel like they're not getting the help. Like in game two right now, I feel like I feel like he's frustrated. And in game two, which is planned today, May 17th, they are currently losing right now. And it's the almost the end of the fourth fourth quarter. But I feel like he's frustrated and I feel like he's not getting the help at all. I don't know. I don't know if this is this is they are saying that he may leave. We don't know. He just got there. This is this his first season there. I know. I know. But he at the top of his game right now. And I don't know. He looks pretty frustrated to me. So 
Um, I, I'm just not with the whole like, hey, I'm here for one season. It it didn't go as planned, so now I'm leaving. Is that really how this works? I mean, if he that frustrated, he can't carry this all by himself, though. So when you say that he doesn't have the help, like, is Kyle Lowry not playing up to par today? Is Sergi Baca not playing up to par? Like, is the team, is his is the supporting cast not doing, like, their job? No. And we all know Kyle Lowry didn't really do his job previously. He just stepped up this past Wednesday, which is good, but we need you to step up consistently. He's been in the game. He's been in the game for 13 years. Like, come on. True. And these are playoffs. You have to be consistent. If you're not going to be consistent, you are not going to win. Because, like, in the playoffs, you are playing against the other best team as well. So you have to be consistent. Yeah, and the Bucks look like, like they want it. They're hungry. But they've been hungry all season, though. That's the, that's the fun part. Exactly. They've been hungry all season. Because if you watch the game, I, I stated that um, – I stated Giannis did not have the best game. But Brooke Lopez, oh, he was balling. Brooke Lopez had 29 points, 11 rebounds, and four blocks. So when one person is not having the best, the other player steps up. That is a great game, like like for Brooke Lopez. I'm excited. Okay. Well, well the Bucks are definitely going to win this series. Cause, um, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Bucks are definitely going to take this, though. I don't know. Like, I still feel like the Raptors may pull it off because you thought the 76ers were going to win against the Raptors and Kawhi hit that buzzer beater. Well, they're, they're going to be two games behind, so that's kind of hard. You got to win four games in a row. So, I don't know. Kyrie's probably tired at this point. And, uh, um, oh, you mean Kawhi? Kawhi, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping the the Raptors can pull it around. Um, but then again, I don't know. The Bucks have been the best team all season. Um, they have some really great players. Um, and Giannis wants this. He wants this. Yeah. We just have to wait and see how it plays out. Um, I know after game one, I was watching NBA on TNT with um, those commentators, which is Shaquille, Kenny, Ernie, and um, Chuck. And Charles Barkley, he definitely said that the the champions of this particular NBA Finals is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Now that is not my prediction. That is Charles. That is Sir Charles Barkley's prediction. Okay, not mine, but his. But the way that they've been playing, they might. I wouldn't be surprised. It would definitely definitely be Bucks versus the Warriors, and that would be a good series. I'm predicting that it's going to be Warriors and the Bucks in the finals. Yeah, I think I. that's definitely my prediction. Yeah, I think so. Now who's going to come out with the win? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's really hard to say because the Warriors are without Kevin Durant currently. So he is going to be missing games three and four of this Western Conference Finals. So that means he will be able to play if they make it to the finals. I'm not saying that, but according to reports, he's he's he is going to miss games three and four, and he's going to be reevaluating next week. But that's fine because the Warriors have played without Kevin Durant, and they are just yeah. fine. So, not really going to matter. Speaking of the Warriors, and your Portland Trailblazers, the Warriors. Yes, the Warriors are still in a battle with the Portland Trailblazers in the Western Conference Finals. So, they played game two yesterday, May 16th, and that 
was a very, very competitive game. Seth and Steph Curry battled it out. There have been plenty of brothers who played together in the NBA, like Dominique and Gerald Wilkins, Brooke and Robin Lopez, Powell and Mark Gasol, Tom Brent and Drew Barry. But Steph and Seth Curry became the first siblings to face each other in a conference final. This ain't regular season. This is a conference final. And they're fun to watch. Like, if you actually watch the game, like, their mom has been stressed out the entire series so far. It's so, it's so funny to watch. It's so funny. And the dad sporting both both teams. I think as parents, that's one of the best predicaments to be in. Oh, for sure, because you know one of them going to come out winning. Yeah, that's one of the best predicaments to be. I feel I think their parents are really proud of them. And um, whoever wins, like, your parents are always going to be proud of you. So it's really cool to to like see them battle it out. It's it's really cool. Like Seth actually ran up on Steph on um in game two and stole the ball. Listen, like Seth Curry played a way better game than his brother, even though Steph Curry, you know, had a lot of points. But Seth was a better defensive player. He did not miss a three pointer. To me, this game set Seth apart from his brother. He played a solid game on both ends of the floor. But you can start to see that Steph Curry is obviously more, just more of a shooter. He doesn't really focus too much on the defensive end. So Seth is looking pretty, pretty good right now. I, I'm surprised because I never really watched him like that. But this, seeing the game too, just solidified like this dude is a problem. Like Steph, you better watch out, bro. Because your younger brother coming for you. Yeah, that matchup was, uh, yeah, I, I was watching them, like, you know, going back and forth. It, it, Seth was doing his thing. I'm, I'm like, okay. I honestly thought game two was going to go to the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, no, it should have went to them. That was, that, that game should have been theirs. The Trailblazers? Yes, that should have been the Blazers win. They played a good game all the way up until pretty much the fourth quarter. And then it's when they started, like, uh, but Dane didn't really play a good game, so uh, he was well off. But Dane did hit some pretty pivotal threes. Like when he, he did. He hit some pretty pivotal threes when he did. And so if you watch the game, the Warriors were down at the half by 17. So to come back from a 17-point deficit and win the game, listen, y'all were motivated. But, yeah, the Warriors had the second-largest halftime comeback in history. In a playoff series. Crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. And if you watch the game, the very last play, Andre Iguodala. Okay. It was hmm. a clean it was a clean steal. So you think so? Yes. I felt like he hit no, him. No, see, no. But it looked like he straight hit him. It was a clean one. It was very clean. Thank you. That's what they saying. I'm like, okay, whatever. But Dane said himself that he did a good do- job defensively, so whatever. You are a hater. It's because like you are a pulling trip. <laughs> I'm a hater. Don't I'm just saying. I thought he got fouled. I thought he hit him in the hand. No, it was clean. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. That's fine. You're right. Good job, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> So games three and four are going to be in Portland. Um, I think those are going to be some really pivotal games for either. I think for either team. No, mainly, no. I think mainly for Portland Blazers. You know how that crowd is. 
That crowd is crazy. So hopefully that'll be a booster for them. Yeah. So if these, if games three and four, or or booster games four, um, the Portland Trailblazers, this can be a problem for game five for the Warriors because like it's going to be a tied series. So um, so I do believe that games three and four are pivotal games for either team. So so both teams have to come out with their best. True. No. No lacking in the first half. You you have to be strong like for the full like length of the game. No lacking. So like when I watch the games, I like to watch the commentary after the games. And um if you watch ESPN after games on ESPN, it's always the Scott Van Pilt show. And he made a statement that if the Warriors continue to lead in this series, we may not see Kevin Durant. Yeah, because yeah, because They've actually played better without him. Sorry to say that. I'm so sorry to say that. I'm not going to say better. I think they may be a little bit quicker without Kevin. I'm going to say better because they've had seasons. So before Kevin Durant even came to the Warriors, they were a a good team. So they can easily get without Kevin Durant. And and Steph Curry can hit them shots like he wants to without Kevin Durant on the floor. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just saying, they do play, they have won a lot of games without Kevin Durant and have won. So, sorry, me. You say better, I'm going to say quicker. Okay. I just feel like without Kevin, they may be harder to defend because they may be quicker to move around. Um, But that's just my opinion. In, In watching them with Kevin and in watching them without Kevin. Right. Um, Scott Van Pelt did say that if the Warriors continue to lead in this series, we probably will not see Kevin. However, if things take a turn and the series becomes like 3-2 and Portland is up by a game, we may or we may see Kevin. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Just keep watch if you are watching this series. Look for that. If the Warriors become down in this series, if, if they start to lose, who knows if we see Kevin in like a game six or a game seven? Mm, yeah, we don't. They don't necessarily need him. So, so that's that's just his opinion. Um, I can't. I can't for sure. I can't for sure say, but I do know that Kevin is definitely out um, for games three and four. Listen, these NBA playoffs are getting interesting. It's it's been great series, and I'm here for it all. Yeah, so it can be fun without LeBron, okay? It, def- it can definitely be fun without <laughs> LeBron James. Okay, like, we don't need LeBron. He can rest for once, you know? Let's put this disclaimer out there. Me and Victoria are not LeBron haters. We are just not. I'm not a fan of him on the court. I am more of a fan of his off, off the court. Off the court, yes. That is true. But, this, listen, NBA can definitely be fun without LeBron James. Just my personal opinion. <laughs> we're doing great without him. We're doing great. <laughs> we're doing great. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm. I hope. Okay, so if it is the Bucks and the Warriors, I honestly, I'm just gonna be honest. I want the Bucks to win it, only because we need a new team. Like I'm sick of the Warriors winning all the time. We need a new team to win. Just saying. Um, I'm all about the dynasties, so I am too. But it ends at some point. Why? So why are you such a hater? Just let me know. 
I'm not an animal. I'm just saying. I'm, look. Okay. I'm not being a hater. I'm just saying. We need a new team. We need something new. Okay. I mean, I'm not the only one who thinks this. And you're not. A lot of people feel like like the Warriors' reign is over or it's coming to an end. Yeah. But I'm still all about the dynasties, man. Like, <laughs> if, if your team is consistently good, it's not your team's fault that y'all are good. The, the other teams have to step it up. True. True. But we can't have no more super superstar teams. Like, we, we got to cut that out. That's cheap. If that's how the cookie crumbles. You can't be putting five superstars in one on one team. If that's what happens, you gotta work harder. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I'm just saying, like, if that's if that's how it happens, if those pieces fall where they may, you just have to either work harder or deal with it. True. There's not much what we can do about that. It's the it's the way of the game. That's basically all it is. It's just the way of the game. All right. So we are going to actually switch over to the WNBA because as you might have heard there has been a new commissioner for the WNBA so they switched it from president to a commissioner and the new commissioner this now the new commissioner is Kathy Engelberg and she becomes the fifth commissioner of the WNBA so do you do you even know are you familiar with who she is? Um, I do know that she did play for Muffin McGraw. And as we all know, the, the Muffin McGraw is the uh, Notre Dame women's um, like basketball coach. She recently worked for, it, it was a company called Deloitte. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. So I really don't know much about her except for just those two things. I don't really know a lot about her. Um, do you have like better information for me? Well, so what she she plans to bring a bigger lens uh, to the WNBA. So she is a a world class business leader. So she's very like into the business side of the WNBA. So what she said is she says that as we think about fan engagement, fan experience, player experience, those or all the things I'll be looking at once I transition into the role. So that's what she's going to bring. And Adam Silver uh, agrees with that as well. So he says that she has a deep connection to the women's basketball, which makes her the ideal person to lead the WNBA into this next phase of the growth. So, and he also says that she will, the WNBA will benefit significantly from her more than 30 years of entrepreneurial instincts and proven management ability. So she has a lot of experience under her belt. She is a huge basketball fan. She's played basketball and she coached her daughter's middle school travel basketball team. So, and she's a female. So that makes it even better. Yeah. I think it's really cool if you are going to get a commissioner or someone as a new president and or commissioner that on the, I think it's good if the person does have a, a background or at least an interest in the sport of that are taking over. So that's right. really cool. Um, I'm I'm eager to see like what she's going to bring in terms of like fan experience and rebuilding the brand for the DWNBA because the the WNBA is awesome. And people don't know that, or people they don't want to know. 
and that too. They it's either one they don't know, they don't want to know, and they don't watch it and still talk bad on it. I don't think you can talk bad on something you've never even sat down to even watch. These women are professional athletes. They work hard, and they are some of the best ball players, men or women, yeah. in the world. They're amazing players. Like if you really sit down and watch their game, the Golden State Warriors. In a sense, they play like below the rim basketball, like the WNBA players. They play team ball. Exactly. So these women deserve their recognition. Um, I think they deserve that um, that great marketing. They deserve bigger fan bases. So I'm just eager to see like what she's going to bring and how she's going to like bring it together to make the WNBA a bigger and better brand. Yeah, I'm excited too. So, yeah, so she's going to begin her job with the WNBA on July 17th. The the WNBA season starts May 24th, so make sure you are tuning in to see those women play. The season does start May 24th. That is next Friday. Check that out. Support these women, men. Oh, yes, men definitely support these women. If you support the NBA, you can definitely support the, the WNBA. These women are ballers. Exactly. Speaking of the WNBA... I'm going to give you all just some news. Um, the WNBA, so it was breaking news yesterday. Um, Liz um, Liz Cambage, she is a WNBA player. She's Australian. She played for the Dallas Wings last season. However, as of yesterday, a trade went down where the Las Vegas Aces, the Las Vegas Aces are a new team in the WNBA um, like franchise as a whole. This would be their second season as a basketball team. The Las Vegas Aces acquired Liz Cambage, Liz Cambage, and in exchange, the Dallas Wings acquired um, Mariah Jefferson and Isabel Harrison, plus 2020 picks. Now, I I watch these games, so I think this is a great exchange, or this is a great pick um, for the Las Vegas Aces because the Las Vegas Aces last season – they selected um they selected Asia Wilson as the number one draft pick for the Las Vegas Aces in 2018. Liz Cambage and like Asia Wilson, they're gonna be monsters. Liz Cambage is six eight, and I believe that Asia Wilson is like six four, six five. They are going to be monsters. That's going to be they're gonna be unbeatable if they learn how to play well together and and they gel automatically. Oh, they they are going to be unstoppable. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking out the WNBA. Please do. Like my favorite player, however, she's injured at the moment. So she's not gonna be playing right away. Um, is Diana Tarazi. Love her. Hey, that's your girl. I also love Sue Bird too. So like Sue Bird is gonna be playing. Make sure you watch Sue Bird. She is you still playing? Yes, she is. <laughs> Victoria, don't do that. I'm just saying. I know who she is, but she's still playing. Yes, ma'am. She is, if not like one of the best point guards I have ever seen. Like, like Sue Bird is awesome. So, if you know who Sue Bird is or you don't, please Google her. She, she's awesome. Um, so Sue Bird and the Seattle Seahawks, ugh, and the Seattle um Storm. I'm sorry, not Seahawks. Seahawks? Like what? Seahawks is uh, Russell Wilson. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Bluebird and the Seattle Storm won their third um, NBA t- 
on one of their third um, WNBA championship last season. So look look out for them. Look out for all these teams. Like the WNBA is growing. The players are getting better and better each season. Um, just give it a try. Like you will definitely love it. They play hard and they're passionate about the game that they play. That's pretty much why I like it. Okay. So before we close out, I just want to make sure that you all um, know like how to follow us on our social media. So um, um, you can find us on Instagram. Our Instagram page is the at symbol WDWKAS. And that is the acronym like for the title of the podcast. So again, it is the at symbol WDWKAS. And that's how you find us on Instagram. Okay. And if you go on Twitter, just click on the at sign. What do women know? But it's K-N-O and the number one. And to listen to us, I know everyone does not have like Apple phones or Androids, but we are on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, um, Google Play, and most recently we we are on Stitcher. So please just follow us, listen, um, give us feedback, and and leave us messages. We love all that. We share everything. We like everything. So yeah, find us, follow us, check us out, follow us. We'll follow you back. Yeah, I follow everybody back. So just follow us and check us out. Yeah. Well, Victoria, um, this was fun as always. Of course. So we're going to keep you guys posted, like, what's going to be happening on in next week news in sports, whether it's men or women, and keep you updated with these conference finals, like hockey and NBA, and, of course, Victoria's, like, St. Louis Cardinals, I guess. Oh, come on now. It's yours, too. Just, just come on. Just, whatever. <laughs> Fine, it's my team. I, I'll still root for them, even if they're bad. It's, co- it's okay. Good job. Okay. Um, your loyalty mm-hmm. is. I, yes, I'm loyal to my birds. <laughs> That's funny, my birds. <laughs> well, guys, as always, I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. We out. Peace. Peace.